Orgasmic Enlightenment, where the sexual and spiritual come together. I'm Kimanami, and I'm a holistic sex and relationship coach and a vaginal weightlifter. In this show, we explore all things intimate. I believe that our sexual energy is life force, creative energy, and we can use it to shape our worlds, strengthen our relationships, and self-actualize. I blend the most avant-garde information from neuroscience, ancient sexual practices like Tantra and Taoism, to renegade wellness modalities to show you how to create gourmet sex in your lives. Come one, come all. Tantra and slow sex for more ecstatic orgasms. When people think of Tantra, they may think of many things. Sting, a couple sitting cross-legged from each other, looking deeply into each other's eyes, hands on the other person's heart, and calling each other, my sacred god and my sacred goddess. Ancient India, 50-year-old divorcees dressed in long white flowing potato sack gowns sitting around eating chocolate on a Friday night. Or Puff Pissy or P. Diddle Myself or whatever his name is, live blogging his tantric sex marathon. That really happened, by the way. That was Twitter in 2007. <laughs> I manifested a supercock lover early on in my sexual adventures. Sex sessions with him lasted hours. I would have cervical orgasm after cervical orgasm and be fully cracked open and obliterated. And he kept going. Keep calm and carry on, as they say. Keep calm and keep pumping out the cervical orgasms. And we did. We went away for sex weekends where we would have sex for hours and then eat and then have sex for hours again. The whole bar that was set for me about what sex is and what it really can do emerged out of these lengthy sexual encounters when we had the time and the space to linger in this energy and to deeply explore each other. Then the secret world opened up for us, the world where we reached levels of bliss and ecstasy, heart and genital opening and the cosmic through fair of the universe coming through us. Psychedelic, transcendent, self-actualizing, consciousness altering, all of these things happened when we really sucked in and got into it. Never in fleeting moments. Like a fine gourmet meal, these things took time to cultivate. And I'm so thankful that I never experienced a premature ejaculator until later in life because I can't imagine how that would have colored my vision of sex. And so my early experiences were with these marathon fuckers. They loved to fuck ad infinitum. If you say that you like sex, but you only have sex for five 10, 15 minutes, I would argue that you don't actually like sex. You just want it to be over with as fast as possible. If you're having these short, sharp, shocked sexual experiences, you are only grazing the surface of what sex actually is. Like I said, if I had <clears throat> just had guys who were really short finishers, I would have been like, ugh, well, what's the big deal? Like, this isn't even fun, right? That would have been my vision, but thankfully it wasn't. So there was a woman on my Instagram recently and she was commenting and she apparently found me because she was Googling how to make sex be faster and have her boyfriend come quicker. And she found somehow that took her to a video of mine 
called How to Last Longer in Bed. And despite finding the opposite information she wanted, she stumbled over to my Instagram and she was like a fish out of water in the comment section. And she was really questioning why, 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 why all this information about lasting longer? I just want my boyfriend to come fast. And people were trying to educate her about what's really possible, but she was really really struggling with getting there, right? She just wanted things to be over. And I would say that despite, okay, there's this idea then, like I said, of a guy who comes too quickly and that can color a woman's experience of like, why would I even bother? That's really boring. (laughs) There's no pleasure in just being a sperm receptacle. But I would say that ultimately people who want sex to be over, be it men or women, it's a trauma response, right? Anybody who wants that has had some kind of mutated sexual experience, or they simply don't know what they don't know. If you are a man and you are a two-pump chump, it's not that you can't or that the boogeyman or that the cum fairy comes along and just makes you do it. She's such a vixen, that one. You gotta watch out for her. Nah, it's because you are terrified of going deeper. Or, like I said, maybe you just don't know what you don't know. As a woman, I'd say that this is the same thing. Unresolved trauma that you are afraid to go near or you just don't know what's possible. Or, like I said, you've had a series of premature ejaculators. That's what circumcision does to a dick, y'all. And you just aren't interested anymore. So you know how I always ask, does sex leave you feeling energized, rejuvenated, blissful, transformed, and like it changed your life? If not, then you are doing it wrong. So let's do it right. And I will tell you (laughs) and girlfriend in the comments why. I first found out about Tantra after I read an article in a magazine. Do you remember what those are? Paper, media. And it was about moving sexual energy in the body, moving it from one person to another person. And I tried this with my partner at the time and had this really epic experience of him really feeling the energy and me feeling the energy. And I thought, wow, this is fascinating stuff. And then when I found out that Tantra was all about making men last for hours and my best lovers already did I was like wow that's also a very major selling point sign me up so the typical sexual encounter builds to a peak often as fast as possible there's a genital sneeze of an orgasm this you know pelvic contractions and then it fizzes out all done In Tantra, however, we build and plateau, build and plateau, build and plateau, and the energy never really has to drop off. You keep climbing up this mountain, and then you stay and you live in this high-octane, chemistry-sizzling, electrically-charged space with each other. You are constantly dripping with erotic energy between you and all over you. Tantra is about taking these moments of connection that most people experience as brief and a relatively shitty orgasm or not at all, and you expand that out so that it lasts for hours and it permeates every area of your life. You infuse this delicious nectar, sensual orgasmic energy into everything you do. So let's break this down. 
the first area that we want to expand would be foreplay. So most people don't even engage in much foreplay. If they do, it's perfunctory, dutiful, and short. Uh-uh. Your foreplay can be an entire symphony of sex acts that stand on their own merits. 69 position can last for hours. Manual touch, massage, finger stimulation, those things can last for hours. But even before that is how you engage with each other, how you talk, look, touch, flirt before you've even gotten into bed. You can be turning each other on for hours, and you ought to be. A subtle or not so subtle ass grab, a quick little makeout session in the kitchen, a text describing what you're going to do to your lover later, or remembering something that you did the night before, a heartfelt line on how beautiful they are, something that gets the head and the heart cracked open and everything else wet and hard. In Tantra, we never really subside back into ice cold. We live in the area of steamy, simmery, and hot. One of my partners who came to me ready-made, that means that he was already, he had years of tantric experience under his belt, haha. He was into extended everything. He was amazing at email fucking, voice fucking, text fucking. Our sexual encounters would last a minimum of two hours and often five, six <laughs> hours. We had frequent sex weekends. These would be actual 72 hour sex dates peppered with lots of flirting and building in between all of it. I was extremely well fucked. We would spend hours locked in 69 position. And if you don't think that you can suck a dick or eat a pussy for that long, think again you can. And when you do, you enter into an altered state of consciousness. And this is the big, big secret that is kept about sexuality, that it is a portal to other dimensions, how you can access other states of consciousness just the way that you do and all the kids do these days doing their cambo and ayahuasca and plant medicine. I much prefer cock medicine. It fills me up and it blasts me into other realms cock for the win. In ancient tantric texts, they talk about the particular medicine of 69, how our genital essences are potent nectars. In fact, I assert that this is what is referred to as the fountain of youth. It's your cock and pussy juice, 100%. But like all things of power, we are taught that this is some kind of magical waterfall and treasure to be discovered somewhere in the outside world. Nah, it's right between your legs. And the longer you spend in any sex act, the more sexual energy you harvest and you have available to use. So then you can expand the sex itself. Any sex act, you know, whether that is oral sex, but especially intercourse. And a staple in my recommendation for couples is to have a standing commitment of a weekly three hour sex date. Not dinner, not a movie, not a walk in the park, but three solid hours of sex. It doesn't have to be three hours of intercourse, though, if you keep at it, you will find that you can easily do this, but some kind of intimate contact with each other. And when I originally suggest this to couples, their early reaction would be something like, how could we possibly have sex for three hours? But then they focus on the practices I give them and they get deeper and deeper into it. And eventually they find that these three hours go by in the blink of an eye. <laughs> 
They can stay up all night making love and leap out of bed in the morning and have plenty of energy, even more energy than usual for the day. And that's because they have been fueling up at night. Even if they get little to no sleep, they are imbued with a vitality, a rejuvenation, a magical aura that allows them to glide through their days with a Midas touch. Everything they come into contact with turns to gold. This is the energy of the well-fucked person. This is the legend of the fountain of youth, this magical power that regenerates everything it touches. So the couple starts having this extended sex date as a way of life where everything gets stretched out. How much can you slow down and take it all in? Slowing down gives you the chance to be fully conscious. You can't hide, you can't escape, you can't gloss over a feeling or an act and bail on it. You have to stay present with it. This is where many people's sexual demons can come out to play. The things you've suppressed over time and tried not to look at, here they come, and we welcome that. Everything shows up in bed if you let it. We want these things to rise to the surface so they can be illuminated and healed. If you rush, you never hit the gold. You have no idea what sex can actually be. So these same couples who couldn't imagine what three hours of sex could look or feel like will come back to me and say that they now stay up much of the night having sex and that their quickies are now an hour. And when they do finally emerge out of their bedrooms and make their way out into the world again, they feel energized and they can take on their lives with ease and grace and flow. And things just start coming to them. They magnetize and they manifest business opportunities and creative projects and money and the healing of their bodies, all because they spent time, extended time in the engine room, their beds. The longer you spend there, the more energy you generate. It's a law of nature, right? What you put in is what you get out, especially if you are utilizing the tantric techniques that I teach in how to really cultivate this energy and then channel it out into the world. There is an art and skill to it. It's not just about having lots of sex. It's about learning to harvest and harness this energy. And that is what I teach. So the third area that you can really expand out into is your orgasm itself. You can expand your foreplay, you can expand sex acts, and you can expand the orgasm. So this is where the notion of the full body orgasm comes in. Instead of some pulses and pelvic contractions and a rush of pleasure that is typically concentrated at your genitals, you can have an orgasm that lasts for minutes, hours, and even days, a full body throbbing experience of orgasm that's not just at your genitals, that feeling spreads out to your entire body. An orgasm that is a spiritual experience. Many people will use phrases like, I just saw God. Feeling like the phoenix being obliterated in the flames and then being reborn into a stronger, wilder, wiser, sexier, and more beautiful version of yourself feelings of ecstasy beyond anything you've ever felt before, and feeling at one with yourself, your partner, and the universe. Again, if you have these paltry little genital sneezes that are like a sugar high, you get a small rush of pleasure that's ultimately followed by a crash, you have no idea what you are missing. 
when you learn to take the windows that for most people are a few seconds long and expand them into minutes and hours and days, it changes your whole life. Firstly, the level of intimacy that you experience in going there with your partner is the closest you will ever feel to another human. This is it. This is the apex. You have entered into the divine stream of life force and energy generation, the secrets of the universe, the point at which we conceive new life. And you get in and you swim around and you dive under and you surf and you come out again basking in all of this energy. It becomes you. This is the essence of the well-fucked woman, the well-fucked man that I talk so much about. When you inhabit and wear and radiate this energy, and it's so powerful that you become magnetic. People sense it. You attract people, opportunities, job, cash, life changes that just flow right into you, all because you revved up your sexual engines and you supercharged yourselves. You can do this alone, and I recommend that you do if you don't have a partner, but when you do it with somebody else and you are both all in, heart and genitals, this is where the magic and the miracles happen. And so what I've just described would be how you take that energy and expand it into your life, right? So we have foreplay, we have intercourse, we have orgasms, and then the actual spreading out of this energy, expanding that into your day-to-day life. And so you're living in this sultry, sexy, simmering, energy all of the time. Truly, I mean that. So two very simple practices you can use to help slow you down at any stage of the game are eye contact and breathing. Most people avoid looking at their partners during sex or looking (laughs) them in the eyes at least. Go there. Hold eye contact periodically throughout your sexual encounters. A minute, two minutes, it will really open you up and bring you into the present moment. And you can also start your lovemaking session this way, sitting or lying face to face and holding each other's gaze. Aim for at least three minutes and you can go longer from there. You would be amazed at how deep and how present this gets you and how quickly you can do it. And breathing. Breathing is huge. Most people breathe in ways that reflect their urge to check out. They hold their breath, they breathe really shallow, and all of this rushes them to the finish line and ensures that they really are not present. Instead, take long, full, steady, deep breaths. And if you forget during sex, just keep coming back to it. You can even pause in the middle of sex and start breathing together with each other. In today's all-star segment, we have some of our favorite all-stars, Jim and Meg. They were also featured in last week's polarity and chemistry episode. Today, we have a clip from them talking about this idea of expanding sex acts and the orgasmic enlightenment that comes with it. Well fucked all-stars! Yeah, so what we, like, when she was... When I recognized that she was able to um, tap into want, be curious about like all these different energies and, you know, the tantric philosophies and things like that. Um, it Basically when it was the new year, um, I basically took all these things that you had taught me, like the, you know, the lingam massage that you show us. Right. And then talking about like the cauldron and manifest using sex to manifest things. Right. And so then, you know, Meg's from India 
And so I wanted to combine a lot of that stuff because, you know, the Shiva Lingam and all these, you know, things we, and we, we've been to Rishikesh and we like, I, we got the beads, um, you know, the, the holy beads that we'd gotten. And basically the, I put it all on a word document and I was like, you were going to do this from, you know, seven to seven 30 and from eight to, you know, and I really like <clears throat> the whole idea was just to basically treat me like a king and worship me. Right. And worship the lingam because the lingam is the power, right? That is the source of our energy is the lingam. Right. And that is one of the things that was basically life-changing for me in sexual mastery for men um, was understanding that connection to my lingam and like the heart connection to the lingam and the, and the head and everything like that. So I was fresh off of SMM and I wanted to exploit that and just um, amplify it more and more and more. And so, and everything that I had, you know, built into this was to put her into surrender even more to be my queen, to like empower me to be the king of, you know, the, this home. And so we, it started literally with, um, you know, I named it all like, you know, very spiritual stuff. So like the sacred, um, cleansing. So we'd take a shower, but I wouldn't do anything. And she, everything from washing my hair to washing everything and drying me off. Um, and just, you know, being in that surrender. Um, and then the smile on her face right now, like she's <laughs> getting aroused. Just hearing right. So then like, I pull her into the closet and we both are on our knees and I initiated it. Like I didn't want to initiate too much because I wanted, you know, to be the leader, right. To be, you know, to lead her, but I initiated and, you know, bowed down to her. Right. And just offered my, um, just, um, it's verbalizing a lot of your, feeling. you know, verbalizing that, you know, I offer myself to you. Right. And like would bow and then she would do the same. And then we did the thing that you taught us was to, you know, put our hands, you know, one on the other and just, you know, do energy, right. Back and, and forth, uh, eye gazing, all that kind of stuff. Right. And then we made it, our way to the bed and we um had like this um these um tibetan singing bowls right and we each aligned our chakras like from one to seven so that we were just very you know energetically right there as well and then you know started out with um, a massage and some things that are just kind of personal to our relationship and then a lot of it was then so we we kind of experimented with a couple of different ways like we we love thievery corporations so we kind of had that in the background but we wanted to do i wanted it to be like um shiva like kind of songs and things like that um and the first time meg wasn't too keen on that but then i explained to her that it was you know because it was kind of hit too much to home to her right <laughs> Just, it was like being in a temple and having right? sex yeah. <laughs> So, but then she kind of got it and she was like, well, let's try it like that next time. But then like, we literally would like, I mean, wrap the beads around the cock and she would like just put her head on it and, you know, and we would like 
ask the lingam for our goals for 2023 to bring us power and strength and all that kind of stuff. And then we made it to the lingam shot. Like the first time we barely made it to the lingam massage and she was in tears, like literally tears. And she was like, just hold me. I just, just hold me, hold me, hold me. And then I was like, you know, I held her, but then I fucked her because that was like, <laughs> I had to take charge, but like, she just, she didn't want, she didn't even want that. She just wanted and I'll let her describe how it made her feel, but it was like, it was the, man, we were just in a zone and like just the buildup of it before just the lingam massage had made it so um, energetically intense and just yeah. spiritual and built this beautiful cauldron and just melted her into like a delicate flower. And she was walking on air for like a week it was so it's taking all the tools you've taught us and and basically i think personalizing it to what we wanted it to be but it's really the 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 whole concept of you know using your your energy to man and and um to and and sex to manifest what you want in your life and and that's been huge and I told Jim I said you we both have the same goal you know why and and we work on it separately too don't get me wrong but when we work on it together it's so much more powerful um and so every we've seen little sparks of where we've manifested what we wanted as a result of the the you know using these practices and so we wanted to like Jim said amplify that and take that to the next level so a lot of cock worship, a lot of lingam massage, a lot of surrender, letting go. But that energy exchange is so palpable. Like, I cannot believe I'm sitting here and telling you that because when like, I didn't even understand what energy meant and essence meant. And, you know, having gone through these courses, um, even when I do a lingam massage, like, i my palm gets so hot and so warm and, and Jim feels it. And so, it's tangible to me. Um, and, and there are some days where I'm like, I'm not feeling it. I'm not feeling it. But, you know, the more you focus on it, it really, it, it can happen. And trust me, if cool. I could feel it, any anybody could, because I was a cold, stone-hearted bulldog. Cool. Can you articulate, <laughs> like, why you were so emotional, like, after, like, you know, through basically that whole, um, I don't know what you want to call it, ritual? Probably because I felt like you you were there for me. You were catching me. You um, provided me with a safe space to be in my feminine and not feel like I was, you know, um, doing something that that was um, disgraceful to me in in any way you know as a as a woman so yeah how many people are going to listen to that <laughs> be like you did what to him yeah you worshiped his cock what? um but he does the same with my yoni and the power that she brings and how she feels and it's been just eye-opening um to to both of us so i would say I mean, it's changed my life, Kim. I am not that miserable person I was, you know, a year ago. 
So is um could you explain more about the yoni massage and the yoni worship as well? Absolutely. Um again, we try to make a I really love the idea of making a production about it, you know, lighting candles, turning the turning all the lights off, lighting candles. You know, again, our go-to is Thievery Corporation. We love that little ambient, like trip hop, <laughs> you know. Um, and just um well, we get all the anami oils oils oh. out. Ugh. And like when I do that. And I start at her breasts and, you know, massage the breasts, you know, for a good 15 minutes, I am breathing in and everything is coming out through my arms and the heat is, she's feeling it on her body. And as I move to her stomach again, and then, you know, when I go to the Yoni again, I ask for permission to enter after I've spent ample time, um, you know, worshiping and, um, just massaging, you know, labia and the inner thighs and all of that. And I'll put my hand like over her yoni and just breathe and just allow the energy to come from my hand onto and into her yoni and she can just feel it. Um, and then, you know, once, you know, it, she's just open and then it's just on to hitting all those wonderful spots in her G spots and her cervix. But and it didn't happen the first time. So, you know, it's empowering to listen to your yoni. And I don't even know what, I, I don't think I understood or, or realized what that even meant, you know, until we, we went through this course. So, and to me, this was amazing. And I think it healed me in such a big way, but Jim, so we have two kids, but we we had a miscarriage between the two. And it felt like it was an unhealed, you know, source of not something I thought about every day, but but certainly a, a part of our lives that I didn't have closure about. Um, and, you know, I don't know if you remember this, but the first time Jim attempted a yoni massage we didn't even get to the yoni massage we started at the breasts and you know and and one of the things he he did as he was talking to me was um you know i i i respect your your body and it's been through that, yes. and um you know i i want to say i recognize you know what what how you felt and and the emotions that you've been through and what your body has been through you know, um, as we lost, you know, this, this baby, and, you know, we've had our emotional, you know, uh, I guess, uh, outbursts and ways of dealing it when it first happened, but I don't think we fully closed that chapter. And so to me, it was um, very healing, because I just sat there and I cried and I felt like for the first time in our marriage, he recognized, you know, what I went through, how I felt um, and allowed me to um, to heal myself. And and because at that point in time, when we started the Yoni massage, my I wasn't ready for it to, you know, to, to even go to the extent of him being anywhere close to it. 
And so it was very therapeutic um, and very healing. And so any deep traumas that we've had, this being one of them, was actually something that we were able to heal through the the practice of of the yoni massage. So that was huge. And I have never felt, I feel like I forgive myself because, you know, to some degree I held myself responsible for it happening when, um, and and I recognize now, by the way, Kim, the things that, you know, you manifest is so true. Um, Because at the time, my only worry about being pregnant was how am I gonna make this happen? How am I going to do a job that's so demanding and I'm cor- climbing the corporate ladder and I have a two-year-old and I'm, I'm pregnant again? And how do I logistically manage daycare? And how do I, you know, two kids under, under you know, two and a half? And it's it, it, that's all I ever thought about. And my body and my mind and my heart were not into the baby like it should have been. And at 12 weeks, I, I lost the baby. And it it was ama- like amazing to learn, you know, how you can manifest what you want. And a month later, didn't even know that term, by the way, I wouldn't have used that word, you know, back then. And a month later, we were pregnant, because all I wanted was another child. And it happened. So the point being, these practices have also helped us heal a lot of the especially the yoni massage, the trauma that I have carried, but also to recognize how beautiful my body is, and the perception of what beauty is to us today, you have to, you know, look perfect, you can't have a little bit of, you know, I'm not encouraging unhealthy lifestyles by any means. But you know, that that idea of perfection you have, or I never liked my breasts, always felt like they were too saggy, too droopy, I have never owned those parts of my body like I have now having gone through these practices and genuinely recognizing and believing that Jim actually, when he says your breasts are beautiful, they really are beautiful. He's not saying it because that's what I want to hear or that's what he's telling himself. So there's a lot of authenticity there. The Yoni massage, we've also allowed and helped her have more feeling Mm-hmm. there yes right along with all the other exercises and things like that but just this was before the jade egg even came yeah. along for us so, that yeah. whole ritual of the yoni massage and opening up and then surrendering there when i'm inside of her to allow herself to feel like instead of it just being like oh it's just it just feels like pressure can you not do that? Right. Yeah. And then working through that and healing all the emotions and the, again, the cathartic release of what needs to happen so that she can be more in touch with her Yoni and feel the G spot and actually get waves of pleasure instead of just being almost numb down there. You yes, know? definitely. And, and the feeling of, you know, he's, he's there for me. He, he's going to catch me. That's, that's a huge part of, you know, the Yoni massage practice. Um, it helps me open up to him on different levels and, and helps me surrender. And, and I know that he'll catch me if I fall. That's, and that's huge. What Jim and Meg share is such a great example of going really deep into sex acts, slowing them down, and finding the magic within them. 
And I go much deeper into all these sorts of connection and breathing techniques, as well as enlightened sex acts in the Coming Together for Couples Salon. This is my 10-week online signature program for couples. It is a Tantra primer to show you exactly how to use all of these ideas and techniques in your intimate relationship. We cover everything from how to have full body and energy orgasms, building supercock male stamina so that he can last for hours, how to achieve the deeper, life-changing vaginal orgasms for women, such as G-spot and cervical orgasms. We go into sexual reflexology of the genitals, my guided step-by-step tutorials for yoni and lingam massage, and my RX prescription for healing using sexual positions, and much, much more. Go to kimanami.com and look for sexual savant salons and click on coming together. The salon is open now and it begins next week. Thank you so much for listening. If you haven't already, subscribe and also leave a review and send someone else the gift of a healthy libido and an off the charts love life by sharing this episode with them. We'll be back next week and in the meantime, many happy orgasms.